What's up, what's up, what's up, what's going on, what's going on, everybody? It's your favorite credit hero, Ronnie Francois, in the Credit Lab. And we have a super exciting show for you today. And the topic is, is it appropriate to discuss credit on the first date? That's right. Everybody want to know, is it appropriate to discuss credit on the first date? Let's go ahead and let's get started. That's right. That's right. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back again, Ronnie Francois, your favorite credit hero. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, watching live, you know, definitely share, subscribe. If you just listen to it on a different platform, definitely, you know, subscribe and share. And if you're just watching the replay, definitely, you know, subscribe, share, and like. Definitely show us some love. Again, Ronnie Francois, your favorite credit hero. And again, if you're watching this live, Definitely put in the comment. You know, if you got questions, if you want to chime in. Matter of fact, if you're watching live, uh, definitely uh, show me some love, show me some support. You know, just say something. Say, hey, how you doing? You know, Taco Tuesday, just say something. Uh, just let me know you're here to support me. Again, I definitely appreciate you. So, again, the topic today is, is it appropriate to discuss credit on the first date? Um, you know, in the perfect world, of course, you want to have somebody, you know, in your life, has maybe like 800, 850 credit score, maybe perfect credit score. Um, but sometimes it doesn't always happen that way. That's just how it works. Um, I remember when I was younger, I don't know if people still said, but there was like, you know, two halves make a whole. Um, so I guess in the, in the credit world, you could say, you know, if you have 400, your partner got 400, that could be 800 credit score. Uh, but it's, that's not always the case. So again, topic today is, is it appropriate to discuss credit on the first date? Uh, so a long time ago, you know, I used to, I used to be on a dating scene. I personally never bought a credit on the first date, but of course, uh, you know, of course, um, financial literacy did come up. The discussion did come up. So that was definitely, definitely, definitely important uh, because, you know, when you, when you build a relationship with somebody, their finance is your finance. If they got issues, that become your issue. So. That's why it's important, you know, to eventually do have those discussion with them when it comes to credit, because it's important. Of course, in a perfect world, as you go on a date, you get to know the person, um, credit will eventually come up again, because your debt become their debt, your issues will become their issues. Because um, I remember a long time ago, I was dating this young lady, which is like a long time ago though, but, um, you know, her credit was better than mine. I'm not ashamed to say that, but her credit was a lot better than mine. You know, she didn't really make a big issue about my credit, but she used to kind of bring it to my attention a little bit. And she used to tell me that, you know, I had to do something about my credit because I felt like it was important that I did something about it. You know, but I had other stuff going on and it wasn't a real priority. But because of my credit situation, uh, there was a lot of stuff that we could have done better together that we wasn't able to do because of my credit situation. Now her credit was good, we was able to do stuff, but if my credit was good or better, we could have done a whole lot more. So that's again, that's why it's kind of important 
to have that discussion. But to be honest with you, I don't think it should be done on the first date. Uh, that is my personal opinion. Because on that first date, you're just trying to get to know that person. And you're just trying to get that feel, get that good vibe for it. And, you know, talking about credit, it's kind of like a sensitive subject some people, especially if the credit is terrible. Uh, so if the credit is terrible, you bring it up on the first date, probably going to feel like you're attacking them. So that's why, like, I personally wouldn't recommend it, but maybe like the third or the fourth date, um, credit would definitely come up. And as a good friend of mine had mentioned earlier, even if you don't mention the word credit, you want to know about their debt, um, other financial responsibilities that they have, because ultimately their debt, their pride will eventually become yours. Even if it doesn't become yours, it will have impact, you know, along the way. So that is very, very important. Again, if you're watching this live, if you got any questions, any concerns, you know, definitely chime in, put it in the chat. I'll definitely address it. Uh, because you can let me know, would you ever bring up credit on a first date? Or have you ever done that before? And if you ever did it, how did your partner take it? Um, that's very, very important. Um, like, you know, one of our watchers mentioned it's a great way. Um, what's the smooth way of bringing up credit on a first date and getting notes? Like, I guess a smooth way would, so a smooth way would be, to bring a financial literacy. Um, you can, you can pretty much just ask some questions like, how do you feel about financial literacy? Do you feel that credit is important to you? Because when you ask questions like that, it's not putting them on the spot. Um, and if they generally open, if they're honest, they'll tell you how they feel. So if you say, Hey, do you think financial literacy is important? They're like, nah, I think it's whack. It's not important. I don't think, I don't think it's needed. Then you kind of get a feel. The direction they're going to go in. But if they say, you know what, financial literacy is definitely important. I think credit is something that has a major impact on our lives. Um, my credit is not perfect, but I want to get on the road to making it better. So that way it's like you ask them, but it's kind of like indirectly and they shouldn't feel no type of way or feel like putting them on the spot. Because again, we live in a world where um, people feelings are a little sensitive. So like, Anything you say, it can feel like you're attacking that person. And if it's the first date, kind of like the iceberg, you don't want them to feel like you're attacking them. So that's very important. That's very important. And that was a very good question. Um, again, you just want to kind of gently go into it if you feel led to go into it. But typically on that first date, you're just chilling, relaxing, uh, whatever y'all are doing, whether it's uh, bowling, going out to eat. Well, that's another thing, too. I guess a lot of people on the first date, they're always going out to eat. But, uh, you know, eating is not always the very best thing to do. Sometimes you just might want to go out and have fun. Maybe like bowling or getting laser tag or even skydiving. Uh, but whatever you're doing, if you do decide to bring credit into the conversation, you want to gently bring it in so that way that person don't feel like they're being attacked. Uh, because if they feel like they're being attacked, uh, you might not get a second date. And I don't want you to be like, hey, you know, that's for, you know, why I need a credit here. Who told me to do now? You know, like my date went to the bathroom and it never came back because I asked him about credit. Um, so, yeah, so if you if you feel led to doing it, uh, do it. But I would not suggest doing it on the first date. Um, that's just that's just my honest opinion because, um, yeah, because, again, people are very, very sensitive.
Um, they'll tell you they're going to the bathroom and then, you know, 45 now later, you don't know what happened. They just ghost you all because they have a 350 credit score and you put them on the spot and they felt some type of way. So, um, yeah, so I wouldn't really recommend it. Um, so typically if you look at credit, they say look at poor credit and bad money management, typically equal arguments. So I'm saying very slow people in the back. Poor credit plus bad money management will typically equal an argument. Um, that's very, very important because I know for mm-hmm. sure, you know, a lot of my relationships I have from personal experience, 50% of the arguments we had, of course, when I had bad credit, was related to money and finance. So um, who the heck wants to spend 50% of the time arguing about money, credit, and finance? I mean, you could be doing other stuff. You could be uh, bowling, you know, uh, skydiving, you know, just having a good time. So if both people have decent to good credit or they're good at managing their money, that's 50% of the time that you could be doing something else. Um, so, again, being with somebody who doesn't have good credit, it's not the end of the world. Um, so typically how I would handle it if I was dating with someone who had bad credit or the credit wasn't that good, um, instead of me, trying to make them feel bad, trying to shame them. I would just bring it up in a cordial way. You know, I would, I would, at first I would try to help them. That's the first time I would try to do I said, look, I know you got bad credit. I know you, you know your credit situation not good, but um, what can I do to help you? What can I do to support you? Um, because again, a lot of people that have credit that's not good or that might be bad. Hey, what's up, man? What's up? Um, they don't have bad credit because their own fault. It could have been something that could have happened. It could have been somebody could have got a building name. It could have been identity theft. So a lot of times you have bad credit for something's out of control. So if you do happen to have somebody in your life that you care about or you or you plan on, you know, getting serious about and their credit is not perfect, you know, mm-hmm. you can definitely help them bring it to their attention without making them feel bad. So I have bad credit. Have no credit, just like understanding. I totally agree with you. Hey, that's that's totally true too. A lot of people that have bad credit, or credit, they have it because of lack of understanding, lack of knowledge. Um, so, and that's why with me as the credit hero, my first two books that I wrote was on credit and financial literacy because I felt like a lot of people just don't know about credit. Um, so that's why as a financial literacy advocate, one of the first things that I did was write the books. I made the ebooks available for free. That way, anyone that's connected to me, that knows me, can't say, you know, I have bad credit because I don't have, because I lack knowledge. Uh, because if you do, then you basically just lie. So you're right, lack of knowledge is very, very important. And then also to having bad credit um, is almost like having bad, having no credit is almost like having bad credit. But see, don't, uh, let me give you a little nugget real quick. Um, when we get our social security cards and then we start applying for credit, um, one of the biggest misconceptions people have is that they have bad credit uh, because of stuff they're doing. But a lot of times you have bad credit is really because the people that control your credit report, like the credit report and agency experience transgender Equifax, they the one who put a lot of stuff on your credit report. Um, they get you, they get your information illegally. They dump it on your credit report without you even knowing, without your consent. 
Um, so again, that's why I say like a lot of people that have bad credit, terrible credit, it's not even so much as what they're doing, it's just because the people that control their credit report just, you know, take advantage of us as consumers and then we get bad credit because of the bad stuff that they're doing. Um, so again, that's just like another topic for another day. But so if you do have bad credit, uh, sometimes not even your fault, just that the people that control it is taking advantage of you. And again, that's why I wrote those books, the past and knowledge to help you. That way you can become a credit hero too. Because like, I don't have to be only credit hero. You can be the credit hero in your family. You can be the credit hero in your neighborhood. We all can be credit heroes. Uh, we just have to get that knowledge. We have to retain it. And then we have to regurgitate, we have to regurgitate it. Um, again, I didn't know a lot of stuff about credit either. Because, um, again, I remember one of my ex. Um, you know, I hate to keep bringing up my ex, but uh, sometimes we learn a lot from our exes. We're not with them no more. So that's just how that works. Um, she used to tell me, she said, look, you had the worst credit score for a black man. And she said, that, yep. And then, like, the first time she said it, like, uh, like it didn't really hit me until, like, years later. So when she said it, I felt like she was nagging me, to be honest with you. Because sometimes, like, what's somebody that care about us? You tell us something that's going to help us. We take it like they nag and complaining. So when she told me that, I kind of like, ah, oh, cool, or right, whatever. But like years later, I understood like she wasn't telling me that because she was trying to hurt my feeling, hurt my pride. She was telling me that because she saw greatness in me. She knew I could do better. Um, but I guess I don't know. Maybe she could have used some nicer words. I guess she could just say, hey, "Look, your credit sucked. Maybe you ought to get some help." Instead of just saying you had the worst credit score for black men, and all, that probably would have came off a little bit better. That's just my honest opinion. But anyway, right? <laughs> so again, if you do have somebody in your life whose credit is not good, it's not perfect, it's not the end of the world uh, because there's help out there. Uh, lucky for you, you know somebody, the credit hero. And again, with the knowledge and the tools and the stuff that I have out there, you can become a credit hero too. Because if you give a man a fish, he for a day, you teach him how to fish, he fish for life. So again, um, that's very, very important. So um, yeah, so again, if you got any, anybody got any questions or concern or comment, you know, definitely leave it in the chat. And then if you're watching the replay, uh, you can also leave your comments in there too, and I'll definitely address them. Again, this is definitely a good topic. Uh, so, because a lot of us, some people might be in this predicament right now, they might be dating somebody with a credit score like, you know, 300 or 400. So, um, that's very, very important. So that's why it's important to share. And right with that, without any further ado, we're about to go on a commercial break because we got some bills to pay right back after this commercial break. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, P, with P's Intuition here on the He Said What Network. Join me each and every Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time for your spiritual guidance, spiritual clarity, and intuitive oracle reading. All right? See y'all. Peace. Okay, cool. Hey, well, right, welcome back. Welcome back. Again, this is your favorite credit hero, Ronnie Francois. Is it appropriate to discuss credit on the first date? Um, so again, before the commercial break, we kind of, you know, dived into it a little bit. But one thing we did say was, if you do have somebody in your life that you care about, they care about you, you just date. Um, I don't recommend bringing up credit on the first date uh, because if their credit score is like 300 or 400 or even 500, if it's under 600, it might, you know, feel some type of way. And then they might say, I'm going to the bathroom, and then they might not come back. 
Um, so you would not want to do on the first date. So, but there are certain ways that you can bring up money related questions or tie or credit. Um, just, you know, later on down the line. So the first thing, how you would normally do it, you just do it kind of slow. Again, um, don't make them feel like you're attacking them. Just bring up the question, financial literacy, um, financial education, and to see how they react to it. And, you know, just warm them up a little bit versus you just come out and say, hey, look, what is your credit score? What is your FICO score? Just bring it in nice and gently because it's very, very important. And then if you do find out that their credit is not as good as yours or it's not where you want it to be, um, don't judge them. Don't make them feel bad because um, the last thing you want to do is make someone feel bad that really cares about you and want to be with you um, because they have a 400 credit score. Again, a long time ago, old folks used to say, uh, two halves make a whole. Um, so in this situation, you say, hey, look, I got 400. My partner got 400. That's 800 credit score. So it's not quite that simple. But luckily for you, if you do have your credit is not that good or you know somebody or spouse or friend, family member, um, the credit here was here to help you. And the difference between me and the other 20 million people that do what I do I focus really heavy on the financial educational piece because uh, I want to give you the knowledge that you need. That way you can become a credit hero too. Uh, because like, just imagine like if you're a credit hero, your neighbor's a credit hero, like everybody's on your block is a credit hero. Um, that would help the community itself. So that's why knowledge is power. And a lot of you that do have credit that's not good is definitely because of a lack of knowledge. That's very, very important. Again, if you're watching us live, if you got any questions, you got any comments, drop it in the chat. And even if you're watching a replay, definitely leave your comment in the chat, and I'll definitely respond back to it. Again, if you do want to bring up credit, whether it's the second, third, or fourth date, whatever the case might be, nice and slowly, ease them in. And then the second thing is when you do find out that credit is not where it needs to be, um, just, you know, don't judge them. Because, again, like, if you think about it, all of us, when we get our social security card, pretty much have a, we don't have no credit. Uh, you know, but there's different stuff that goes along. As time goes on, we do build positive credit where the case might be. And you know, life happens. Uh, cause I remember one time my credit used to be terrible. Um, I think at one time I was like in like the 435s or something. Like I'm not really sure. Cause I remember when I went to go get my first car, it was really crazy though. Cause I'm, actually this isn't one of my books. Um, I went to the car dealership and it was the afternoon. So I'm like around like 3 4 o'clock because I took the bus. And then no lie, when I got out, it was like nighttime. I think it was they was locking the door pretty much. But that's how long it took me uh, to get my first car because my credit was jacked up, messed up. Um, so again, I'm using my own story because at one time, because of lack of knowledge, lack of understanding, I was where a lot of people are. Uh, so again, if you do find somebody that you do care about where the credit is not where it should be, um, just, um, just find some way to help them instead of embarrassment. Cause you live in a world where people just feelings can be a little sensitive. So you just want to bring them nice and slow. Don't judge them. And then, you know, so, uh, so we're going to dive in a little bit to the credit score itself. Um, so credit scores can, it really, your credit score can, can be really helpful to a couple. Again, if both people have good credit, um, what if your day you missed <laughs> to have bills? 
And so I didn't mean to laugh. What if your kids admit to have bills in their kid's name? Um, uh, uh, so, um, <laughs> so if they got kids, if they got bills in their kid's name, that's definitely a red flag. Um, first, well, the first question I would ask them, like, why do you have bills in your kid's name? That's the first question I would ask them. Um, uh, because no question is a dumb question. Um, I'm not saying the answer is going to give you is going to make sense, but I would ask them, like, you know, why is your BGE, um, in your kid's name? Why is your cable bill in your kid's name? I would ask them a legit question. Um, and like, you'd be surprised. The answer they give you might make sense or it might just pushes you away even more. But again, that's why you date because you want to know about that person. You want to know, you want to get into the, you want to know, you want to, you want to get them out of the comfort zone pretty much and see how they react. Um, so yeah, so if some, um, if I was dating a, a woman or girl and, you know, she had some bills in her kids' names, um, that would definitely be a red flag. And then, I guess I'll probably ask um, the reason why she did it. That's the first thing. Cause, um, again, you don't want to judge nobody. Then you ask, that's why you ask questions. So I definitely would ask. And again, that would be a red flag. Um, so, so once you do get with that person and you know, you're working together, you're building another person credit out. Um, so there can be some good benefits when both of y'all have good credit together. Um, you can do so much more. Um, you can live where you want to live. Because um, a lot of time, you know, if you want to live a certain spot, certain area, if your partner credit score is not the part is not good, that can hinder you from living in that area. Again, there's certain stuff that you want to do together, but if the other part, if the other person credit is not good, that will, it might not hold you back, but it will keep you off from moving together. I don't know if that makes sense. So they'd be like, all right, cool. Your credit score is bad. Mine's good. So I'm going to do this event, this, business venture without you. So again, if both of y'all have good credit, it does make things a little easier. But again, it's not the end of the world though, if the other person don't have good credit. Um, so that's the main thing I want. I would do want to tell you that. Because um, if you let society tell you, it's like, oh, if you let society, it's like, oh, now everybody got to have 800 credits, everybody got to have 850. No, that's not always the case. Because um, sometimes we can't help who we fall in love. And some of us fall in love with people they have 800 credit scores. Some of them love you. They got 350 credit scores. So, uh, your heart doesn't look at people's credit scores. It's not how your heart works. Um, so, so if you do get yourself, find yourself in that situation, it's not the end of the world. Um, but do remember though that 50% of most arguments in serious relationship, knows that's a serious relationship, uh, because if it's just like a situationship or could be a relationship, um, there could be other reasons to argue, but if it's a serious relationship, it's just an argument. Do you have to do with finance, money, and credit? And if both people are on the same page, same mindset, um, they'll cut out some of that. No, I mean, not to say you're not going to argue because um, somebody could leave a sock on the floor, or leave the top off the toothpaste, and another person could blow up. So who knows? Instead of arguing about money, you'd be arguing about something else. But the point is, that's one last thing you have to worry about arguing about. So that's the last, that's the good thing. Cause when you say relationship, um, you know, like there's other stuff that you could be doing besides arguing. Um, I'm not going to say nothing because this is like a PG 13 show, but like, yeah, there's other stuff you can be doing besides arguing. So, you know, get that credit right, get it tight. <clears throat> and again, if you do have somebody in your household, somebody that you care about, family, friend, whatever the case might be, where the credit is not good, it's not where it should be. Um, you could definitely, you know, in the chat, 
uh, you could just put free ebooks, real easy, real simple. And my assistant is going to send you out, uh, break the break the site, you don't have to do bad credit, and attend credit command. Both of those ebooks for free. Now, again, it's about sharing that knowledge. Because uh, this is not one of those shows where you just come on, watch it for 30 minutes, because you're going to get some good information. And at the end, I'm going to give you something that you can take away that you can share with somebody else. So that's what makes this show a little different than all the other podcast shows out there because we give you value, you give you understanding, and we give you something that you can take back to the village. So again, if you're watching this right now and you want the ebooks, if you don't already have them already, just type ebooks and then you can just, uh, you know, or you can uh, send me an email, info at ronniefrancois.com or you can find me on Instagram, Mr. Ronnie underscore credit hero or the Credit Lab podcast on Instagram. Send me a DM. Um, you know, and, and it's not like one of those things where, like, if you ask me for ebook, I'm going to flood you with the whole bunch of nonsense now. And then also, too, don't forget to like, share, and comment because you might have a 50 credit score, but guess what? Your spouse might not have a 50 credit score. Your neighbor might not have it. Your kids might not have it. So, again, just like, share, and comment. I mean, it's not going to take you that long to like, share, and comment. So that's very, very important. And then, like I said, the ebooks are free. Um, so that's very, very, and then nothing I'm going to do um, twice a month. I'm going to randomly just pick somebody and they're going to get a book, an autographed copy book for free once a month. I mean, once a month, I'm pick two people. They're going to, um, they're going to get a free book autograph. So that's very, very important because again, when you come on here, you're going to get good value, good information, and you're going to get some knowledge that you can share with everybody else because I don't want to be the only credit hero out there. I want you to be a credit hero too. Be a credit hero in your house, your neighborhoods, your community, because it's all about sharing that knowledge is important. Um, so if one person is sharing that knowledge, I can only, uh, you know, I can only talk and see so many people. But imagine 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, a thousand credit heroes out there making positive impact. That's what we're talking about. Because we know the school system is not going to teach us. Because I remember when I was in school, I learned the Pythagorean theorem, photosynthesis. Uh, you know, some of you might not be old enough to remember home Mac. That's when we used to bake like cookies and pies and stuff like that. And then um, I think about it, those cookies wasn't all that good. But that's besides the point. We had all that stuff. We learned about Mars and we dissect the frog. But not one time that we ever talk about finance, credit. We never did none of that. And then, yes, I do plan on having some guests on this show. Um, I have some guests lined up. Um, I got some people that's in the same space I'm in. Got a couple rappers that's lined up. I mean, like, I got some dope guests lined up. So every time you come on here, um, not that you don't enjoy seeing my handsome face, but I'm having some other people on here, too. Uh, that's very, very important. I definitely have. And then if you're watching this show and you want to be a guest on here, you got some knowledge you want to share with the folks, Something that's empowering, encouraging, uplifting. Hey, you know, I'll bring you on here free, you know what I'm saying? Uh, because again, it's all about sharing the knowledge. That's very, very important. So, so in closing, what I want to say is, you know, um, you shouldn't give up on a partner that has low credit score. Uh, because at the end of, at the end of the day, your heart doesn't care about credit score. Uh, your heart uh, just works differently. So you do have somebody like that, you don't, you know, look, try to look beyond those three digit numbers, uh, whether it's 400 or the 600 or 800, look beyond those numbers. 
uh, because uh, you know you you have to you have to take time. It takes time. It takes time to have real money conversation again. Because if the person feel like you're beating them up, uh, instead of instead of you coming closer, it's gonna bring you. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna put a wedge in between you. So you should never give up on a partner with low credit score because that's not important. Um, so that's very very important. Again, if you do want those ebooks, uh, break the cycle down a little bad credit. Ten credit commandments. Put in your comment. Or you can uh, find me on Instagram, uh, the Credit Lab Podcast, or you can shoot me an email, info at ronniefrancois.com, because it's really, really important that we share this knowledge because I don't want to be the only credit hero. You can be a credit hero. Your neighbor can be a credit hero. I mean, just imagine if you have five people in your household, right, and everybody was a credit hero, everybody had decent credit. I'm not talking about 800. Maybe everybody had like a 650 or 670. Just imagine the things that you could do. Um, this, and, and if you're in a research relationship, just imagine if both people got decent credit. Just imagine, like, it's one less thing you have to argue about. Um, so again, that's, we all can be credit here, mm-hmm. or we all can be making positive impact. And so I make sure, I definitely want to leave you with this. You shouldn't give up on a partner with a low credit score. So, um, if you didn't get nothing else out of this show, don't, don't give us no, cause at one time I was in a relationship with my, had decent credit score and I had crappy credit score. And you know, uh, you know, she kept me around for a while. So, uh, I'm glad she didn't give up on me. You know, whatever the case might be. But the point is, don't give up on that person because a lot of people that have bad credit, it's not even their fault. It's out of control. But as long as they're making a, as long as they're on the right path to improving the credit, that's the most important thing. Again, like, share, subscribe, you know, drop. Ebook in the chat if you do want those ebooks because you know at the end of the day you can be a credit hero too because knowledge is power. I also want to thank my producer and my technician because without them this show would not be possible. So I definitely definitely do appreciate that. Um, again, if you have any questions, always reach out to me. I'm always available. Uh, inbox me or DM me. Or Instagram, the Credit Lab Podcast or Mr. Ronnie underscore credit hero. Follow Ronnie Francois, the Credit Lab podcast. Definitely follow. And then like, share, and subscribe this amazing show because this is what we do. We give our jewels. We try to make a positive impact so we can have more credit heroes in the world. So definitely do appreciate that. Um, just the love. And if anybody got any questions, you can definitely drop them in the chat. Um, I'll definitely respond to it. Because this is not one of the shows I just want to talk the whole time. I want to make sure I get your input, get your feelings, uh, just get what's going on. That's very, very important. Because um, I'm here for you. Because again, um, that's, that's why I'm your favorite credit hero. It's very, very important. So again, the topic today was, is it appropriate to talk about credit on the first date? Hopefully you got some good nuggets out of the situation. Um, because it's, it's really, really important. Because uh, nobody's born with 850 credit score. You know, things happen, life happens. And if you do have somebody like that in your life, there is help. Um, you know, we, we, we can get some help. We might not be able to get an 850 overnight, but we can definitely get them on the right path to good credit. Uh, because, you know, when you have good credit, less argument, you have, you have more freedom to do what you want to do. And you don't want to be the reason why your partner can get that business. You want to be the reason why your partner, why y'all can live where y'all want to live. 
you don't want to be a reason why y'all can drive what y'all want to drive. So if you do have bad credit, don't be ashamed of it. Um, just, you know, reach out so that way you can change that. And then if your partner, if you have bad credit, don't judge them. It happens. It's not the end of the world. Nobody's born with 850 credit score. And then again, I just want to say, if you do want to become a guest on this show, I'm welcome to get you on it as long as you got something positive, empowering, encouraging, uplifting the community. Um, that's what the He Say What Network is really about, just making a positive impact throughout our community. Um, so again, I definitely, definitely do want to thank you because I, I appreciate you guys, my loyal supporters, who does always have my back since day one, the new subscribers, new supporters. Um, I definitely do love you guys. So. Um, I definitely do. So, uh, let me see if anybody got any comments. If you, if you're in the chat, if you got anything you want to say, um, this would be the good time to say it. Again, once a month, I will pick two winners to get an autographed copy of any one of my books. I have three books, uh, The Ten Credit Commandments, Break the Cycle of Living with Bad Credit, and I also have a book on love too. That's right. I went from the credit hero to love hero. Um, so the name of the love book is called Arrows. What is your definition of love? So that's why I'm able to um, talk about both topics when it comes to relationship and credit. Because I know you're probably like, hey, he's the credit hero. What the heck does he know about love? Yeah, I know a little about it. I know a little about love and relationship because I wrote a book on it. So I wrote a book on it and I know about it that qualifies me to talk about it. So just in case you was wondering, you know, so. It's very, very important. And then again, mm-hmm. 